Good afternoon. My name is Arjun Sharma, and I want to welcome you to the History for the Future podcast, where I talk about people and events that shaped our lives and what we can learn from them. The aim of this podcast is to help you learn from history and make better choices in the future. One of the main reasons humanity is able to progress is because we learn from our mistakes and build on our successes. As long as we keep understanding our history, we will continue to make informed choices in the future and grow as people and as a species. This is made true in the quote that reads, if we do not understand our past, we are doomed to repeat it. America is an interesting nation. In our best times, we have inspired the world, defended smaller nations against invaders, and even tipped the tides of international conflicts. Despite this, the U.S. has had their share of disappointing and even horrible times. One of the largest of these is slavery. Slavery has been around since ancient times, but became important in more recent times. Slavery is the imprisonment of people. These people are owned as if they are objects and are usually made to do manual labor. Slavery is a horrible practice that gave rich white plantation owners in America multiple men, women, and even children to use for their work. These slaves were mostly, were mostly Africans taken from their homes or African-American people born in the United States. The slave owners treated their slaves horribly and overworked them so that they could make more money. Slavery was eventually abolished in the United States following the Civil War, but its impacts are still seen today. Racism, white supremacy, and other such ideals are a direct result of slavery ripping our population in half. Slavery in the United States can be traced back to one person, and it may not be who you expected. The man I'm talking about is none other than Christopher Columbus. Yes, the same person who is credited with discovering the Americas, uniting two continents, and causing the Americas to evolve, really doomed it to an existence of division. Before I continue, I have a goal for all of you. I want you to listen to this episode and decide whether Columbus was a good person or not. This is a really deep question as you have to take into account moral obligations, political obligations, and his general legacy. As you will see, arguments for both opinions can be made, and so I want you to decide for yourself whether you agree with his tactics or not. As you may know, the transportation and trade involving slaves took place along the transatlantic trade route. This is a trade route that connected the Americas, Africa, and Europe. It was used from the 1500s to the 1800s and was used to transport goods such as cotton, tools, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar, but was also used to transport slaves to the Americas. Christopher Columbus has influenced slavery during and after his lifetime. Upon discovering the Americas and the native people there, he enslaved many of them for personal use and to show off to the king and queen of Spain as trophies. After discovering the native people, he wrote in his notebook, they ought to be good servants of good intelligence, and even said that the natives are fit to be ordered about and made to work, to sow and do everything else that may be needed. All of the work they're ordered to do, they will do without opposition. It is said that he brought around 10 natives back to Spain, and at least a few of them died before reaching their destination. When Columbus returned to Spain, he was greeted as a returning hero. 
Because of this, he immediately began to make preparations for a second voyage. He did not receive the riches he was promised, and so instead decided to sell the natives as slaves to rich Europeans. From late 1493 to 1494, thousands of Native American slaves were captured by his crew. In the beginning of this endeavor, the king and queen refused to endorse the slave trade, and so Columbus sold them to his crew. Columbus continued to ship slaves to Spain and kept hundreds to do labor in the Americas. The king and queen changed their minds over the sale of slaves many times until eventually deciding to outlaw it in Spain and freed all the slaves there. Despite this, Columbus continued to sell slaves to friends, crewmates, and other wealthy Europeans in the Americas. He was able to do this legally because the king and queen legalized the, the sale of slaves in the New World. Columbus's slave trade continued for some time, but eventually stopped. African slaves began being used for the manual labor Native American slaves once did. The use of African slaves started in the 1500s, but really erupted in 1619, when the first captives arrived in the Jamestown colony. Africans were used as slaves for centuries and subjected to torture, abuse, and years of mental scarring. Families were torn apart as the nation already had its first major issue. Let's fast forward to 1776. Thomas Jefferson is drafting the Declaration of Independence that would later see all Americans free of British rule. In the initial draft, Jefferson included the freedom of slaves, but this was removed. The nation was new and all of the states had to remain together if there was any hope of defeating the British and gaining independence. Many Southern states disagreed with the freedom of slaves as they would end up losing a large part of their economy. To keep the nation together, the emancipation of slaves was removed from the final draft, and so slaves remain slaves. Let's jump again, this time to 1863. The American Civil War had been going on for three long years. The conflict is between the Union North and the Confederate South. The war broke out for many reasons, but a main one was slavery. The North had industrialized years ago, and so no, was no longer reliant on slaves. Industrialization is when a nation or part of a nation's economy shifts from being agriculture-based to being based on industries such as machines and factories. Once the North no longer needed slaves to keep their economy afloat, many became voicing their discontent with the treatment of slaves. Abraham Lincoln, the president at the time, had been fighting this war for years, and it wasn't looking good. The Union was suffering many defeats and managed few victories. Initially, Lincoln's goal was to preserve the Union, not to abolish slavery, despite his personal discontent with it. He did this for the same reason Thomas Jefferson excluded the abolishment of slavery a century ago, to preserve the nation and stand united. After some time, Lincoln decided enough was enough and he drafted the Emancipation Proclamation. There was only one problem. The Union was still losing the war, and many became angry with Lincoln and the war. He knew that he would not garner much support and so held out for a major victory. This victory came on September 17, 1862. The Battle of Antietam saw Union forces overpower the Confederate forces in Sharpsburg, Maryland. This victory came at a cost, as the Battle of Antietam would go down in the history of would go down in history as the bloodiest day in American history. 
Despite this, Lincoln decided it was time, and on September 22, 1862, he delivered the famous Emancipation Proclamation. He proclaimed that the Confederacy must return to the Union and free all their slaves by January 1st in 100 days exactly. With this, slavery officially ended in the United States of America. It continued for some time, but everyone knew that slavery was over. All slaves were freed and the Civil War ended. Despite this, the impacts of slavery can still be seen today. Racism is a prime example of this. An idea derived from the seeming racial superiority slaves allowed for, slavery allowed for. Segregation and racism plagued the nation and its citizens for decades, and racism is still alive and well today. Now I want you to really think about my prior question, whether Columbus was a good person or not. He did subject thousands to slavery and torture and took men and women as trophies. He left a scar on American history from the start. But despite this, you have to take into account the mindset of a person at the time. Ideas of racial superiority were common, and as it and it was seen acceptable to conquer another nation and use the inhabitants as you wished. Slavery wasn't seen as evil, but more as an economic tool for the gain of everyone. We also have to look at the fact that the economy did improve, but also at the cost of that economic improvement. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and learned something new about the history of America and slavery. I hope you all have a great day and remember that history exists for the future.